Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Simon's Cake Podcast, a video game podcast. PT edition. Yeah, that's right. We're talking about PT. Um, I am your host, Camille, and I am joined by George and Joe, and we have a guest, Ricardo, a.k.a. himself. What up, boy? Say hi. <laughs> What's up? What's going on? All right. So, what got you into games? Let's just get a little bit of uh, a general game where you were background. At. Yeah. My introduction to games is kind of dark. Oh shit, we're going yeah, there already. Starting it's, it's, right. Yeah. Hey, this, this is the, this is the, the theme. Episode. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the episode. bad. It's uh, it, it was it was a lack of attention from Drugs. parents. <laughs> At age five. Four. Right. Sorry, got that. Number. No, but it was, it was like a lack of attention from parents, and it was just something to help occupy my time. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, not really caring for the community, getting into it like that. Um, and then as I got older and I started making money off of it, it just kept going with it and now it's just a leisure thing because no too much work it's way too much work uh, streaming youtube videos mostly behind the scenes producing is what i do um cool getting stuff together for people stuff like that so so you kind of you did a little bit of like the streaming stuff and all that so you're yeah. now you're working in more like producing for people you know yeah, helping them out telling them what they're doing right what they're doing right. wrong uh organizing their streams that whole thing. Advice, all yeah, that I'm, bullshit. I'm their shadow. Right. I, I like it there. People don't need to know who I am. Yeah, so don't follow <laughs> this, man. Don't, you don't know him. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, cool tidbit. Was, uh, what kind of games were you streaming? Yeah, where are you or at where with did that? You uh, shooters, fighters, suspense, everything. Any genre. The only thing I didn't do was real-time strategy because I suck at it. I'm not good with it. I, I, I'm like, dude, die. I don't care. <laughs> you came back with 32 wood, not 56. Like, you can go out in an adventure with no weapons. See, I don't even so. know what any of that means. Haven't you been streaming Paragon, too? Yes. Paragon? Paragon? Mo- oh, my God. It's first MOBA I ever played, but, man, it's oh, it's like an addiction. It's probably yeah. We know. We know. Everyone, if you get into a MOBA, you'll have your MOBA. Yeah, there's yep. always, like, oh. one specific MOBA that, like, reaches out to the person. Whether it's your first one or, you know, you've tried it, but... That's that's MOBAs in hopefully, general. Hopefully you don't have more than two, because if you do, you're insane. What time do you yeah. have with your life, <laughs> honestly? How much... Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, cool. You're, you're doing the streaming things, and that's big. So, basically, for right now, you're in the background. Do you plan on going back to streamings and all that? No. Uh, competitive fighters. Mortal Kombat, stuff like that. That's, that's my domain. Because you wreck. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> You've been watching the Evos, then? Oh, called? yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's something I wish I could get into more, like uh, on the Street Fighter side too, especially. Good luck. There was uh-huh. one guy. What was his name? I can't remember his name. Just seen him. He was the only U.S. representative in the final eight for Street Fighter. It was disgusting. Wow. Jesus. They're they're crazy in Japan, man. But then again, they play yeah. these games for months in advance before we, they got arcades for it. So. Yeah, it'd be True. either that or Super Smash. But everyone is so damn serious at this point. Yeah, they're way <laughs> too. Yeah. What's doing so much? I have to go back to like. 16 and just start there and like 
mm-hmm. work your way up. Yep. All right. Too late for me. <laughs> Maybe not you. <laughs> You're still so young. <laughs> All right. So uh, moving past that, of course, if you didn't catch, we are talking about PT. And this isn't going to be your typical podcast since um, this game... It wasn't game, a typical game. Yeah, it's not even a real game. It's just a playable a f- trailer. that or, No, playable teaser. That's yeah, what it's called. It was a thing. So um, we're going to kind of talk about this in two different sections. We'll talk about our gaming experience and kind of what, what that entailed. And then we're going to talk about um, just what PT has done for, you know, the gaming world, the horror genre, any of that stuff. So, just keep in mind that, with that said, this is absolute spoiler. We're not holding back. So, once we get into discussion of the game, like, that's it. So, if you don't want to be spoiled, this is not the podcast for you. Spoiler alert! Han Solo dies! And it's kind of like... <laughs> for real. Like, the only other way, too, to be, like... You can't even download this game anymore. No, yeah, so it's not is, like... <laughs> if you have, you've played it by now, so don't worry. Yeah, yeah, if you haven't played it... You can and you watch have it on it, YouTube. What the hell are you waiting for? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we'll just get into the details right away. This apparently came out in August of 2014. I did not know this was two years old. Yep. I was looking at this and I'm like, holy shit, why did it take us so long to get into this shit? Well, it was out for a good little bit and then eventually they were like, we're taking it off. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, that's what the, you know. That's frustrating, but I can see why. Yeah, so, um, so it was, that's when it came out. It was developed by 7780 Studio, which apparently was just a fake name for Kojima's production, or Kojima Productions. So that was kind of cool they are doing it. Yeah. And then directors, uh, were Hideo Kojima and Guillermo de Toro, which, that's some big, like, those, uh, just, at least in terms of, like, set well, pieces and genre names like those guys know what the fuck they're doing with horror and just like action and stuff you know we'll eventually get to it too though but like when you finally saw those names like together like working like, on the like, same yes. project this is this is you're movie like, oh, and what? games in one the final coming yeah. it's happening <laughs> yes, everyone lost their minds the holy grail <laughs> yeah. was yep. upon us we found the ark yeah and then um I don't think there was any music in the game I don't remember do you guys know it, it was subtle because I was looking for a composer, I couldn't find it. It was mostly ambiance, like yeah. just to give you that just creepy feel. And yeah. shit. Anything come out of that radio? Uh, Any... Just a story. No songs. Uh, yeah, no. just that okay. new story. Yeah. yeah. So as far as like game details, that's about it. And then um, genre survival, survival horror, and it's just a single player game. So getting past the formalities. We play this on PS4. It's the only place you could have played it, right? Yes. Yes. Only place you could have played it, and there was no difficulty, was there, for the game? No, there was no setting. There yeah, was no so setting it's just for go at the start. It's just like brightness and <laughs> right. Crate and like it's like go have fun figuring everything <laughs> yeah, out. Have fun yeah. with the ghost. Um, <laughs> the so ghost. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about how we got into this game, or why we decided to download it, or wanted to try it. Um, and I'll just start by for me, it was just word of mouth. I mean, everyone was talking about this thing, and then I'm like, what the fuck is this? I didn't even know much about it, just that people were talking about it, and um, when I found out that it was a playable teaser, I thought, like, that's fucking awesome. I didn't know people did that. Yeah. So the fact that there's no real advertisement, it's just play this for yourself and see, I thought that was really unique, so um, that kind of marketing in itself got me really excited to even see what this is about, because you have to have some balls to be like, I'm not going to tell you shit about it, just play yeah. it. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Kojima's the only one that could really pull it off, I think. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, so that's how I heard about it, or, you know, what got me interested in the game, so. 
Yeah, like, going off of that, it's it's very interesting because most of the time it's, like, a demo. Like, you already know what you're going to get into. It's like, oh, the new demo for uh, Final Fantasy, like, you know what you're going to get. But this was a playable trailer, and so it's, like, at the end of the day, you wouldn't even know what it might end up being. Right. It's just, like, this little experience that uh, eventually came out of nowhere. Like, it was, it just all started at E3. It's just like, hey. Was it E3? Yeah. Come on, it was come on. E3? Yeah. Kojima comes out on stage and is like, I've been doing this thing. It's called PT. Go play it, and then that was it. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. Very close He's to such it. A Download weird it dude. now, and everyone's like, "What? The, okay." And then eventually, people got curious and they played it. So my first experience is I watched it because I it? hate jump scares, and I'm like, "All right, I'm playing with <laughs> I'm your pussy ass." When it comes to this, so it's like, if I don't have a gun in the game, like, I'll, I'll watch. <laughs> I'll take it easy. If I can't, if I can't take that ghost down like with a chokehold, <laughs> I'm not playing it. So if she's gonna choke me out only, then someone else please take the reins. Right. Okay. But that was uh, I watched on YouTube. Uh, was pretty interesting, and since then, finally played it with you guys. So yeah. Get into that now. Yeah. Um, I, I had heard about it. Um. Well, I yeah, the word of mouth. I'd heard about it. I heard it was really, really, really scary, which is why I wanted to play it. Because there were people coming out saying, like, oh, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was fearless, and I thought, you know, nothing could scare me, and this game broke me, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to try this then. Who says that, though? I mean, was that game that scary? Yeah, talk about more. Oh, that, I, I thought it was, if, if I had gone in not knowing anything, which is, like, the ideal situation for me, because that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I eventually ended up finding out some things, because it took me two years to get to it. Yeah, true. So I did find out some things, but the majority of stuff was, uh, was left intact for me. And if I had gone in completely non-spoiled without, uh, like, playing by myself, you know, I probably would have been really scared. Because there's always, like, this one corner you turn, and you never know what's, what's around gonna it. What's going to be over there, right? Yeah. So I'd heard it was really scary. That's what drew it to me. And then, you know, the whole way it was released it was very intriguing. And when I had heard that it was um, by Kojima and a um, teaser for Silent Hills, I was, like, even more excited. Because Silent Hills, Hill is probably my favorite. Um, horrors and series for the longest like Silent Hills has been in the dumps yeah. like, <laughs> it, it's it's yeah. been there but no one cares like, yeah it's like oh another Silent Hill yeah cool yeah. Yeah. the first three and then like the fourth one to a certain extent was like what built its reputation and everyone's kind of been trying to capitalize on that I think or, or Konami whoever makes this trying to capitalize on it and they just can't live up to the first yeah. three yeah, or four too. but it looks like this was going to be like a return to form yeah so which is why I was so excited about it right yeah, for me, it was um, word of mouth, but in text form. I don't know. You, text? Text of mouth. Yeah, right? Text of mouth. <laughs> like, That's weird. <laughs> okay. <woo. laughs> X-rated. Sorry, guys. Yeah, that uh, sounds kind of... <laughs> on this segment. No. <laughs> this is not that kind of podcast. <laughs> it's about to get real sexy in here. Why are you touching Ooh. me, George? Get away from me. No. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got a text from a buddy, and uh, I-, I like puzzlers. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like something that makes you think outside of the box because a lot of games don't do that and he was like yo i got this game for you you'll never beat it you need to try it there's a big spoiler in the ending of somebody that's going to be involved in games you need to play this and i was like uh maybe he was like do it now and i'm like i'm no don't tell me what to do and then i got home and downloaded it (laughs) you fight him and then it was just it it drew me in because it was like because i refused to look up information on it um it was one of those things that i was like I like to torture myself and it was just oh hey push forward to walk alright have fun and I'm like oh can I open this door can I go here what do I do with this you know and then being a gamer an avid gamer it's like alright 
there's got to be a secret button somewhere. What can I press? Why can I not sprint? Why is this light flickering? Okay, what do I got to do? I don't know. It was, just, it was the idea of you have no idea what to expect with it. You don't know where it's going to go or even if it's going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And then uh, even though we'll talk about this later, um, one of the cool things for me was the fact that the game resets itself without resetting itself. You know, if you look like you beat it and then it starts over and it's like, oh, well, then I'm done. But yeah. if you don't know to keep going, mm -hmm. most people turn it off. And so that that's what it was. It was just... It was a good puzzler. It was something that was... It was different. It yeah. brought something to the table that a lot of gaming companies are afraid to do. Yeah. So. Which is unfortunate because, I mean, look how much... Look how much this game has brought light to with just being a, a playable teaser or trailer or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, so, yeah. And you kind of wanted to talk about how the game was released. Yeah, it was very unusual. Like, um, at, like at least my understanding was... You said come on August, but then we're saying it's an E3, and that's kind of not. It was announced. Out. It was announced um, prior. Oh, I thought to it was like. I thought the guy just came out and now. said like, "Oh, hey, PT's maybe, a thing. Go buy it now. Then, go download uh, now." Like that's it. Maybe what I got online was wrong then. It could be. No, I, I think maybe it did take a little bit, but I felt like it was around the same time as. E3. I thought it was like one of those like, "Oh, we'll announce it and then it's here." Right, you know, let's, type, type let's fact check real quick. But yeah, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Okay, because. Uh, when I was listening to people talk about it, it was like there was this new new fake studio called Moby Dick Studios, but you could tell it was people from Konami, and they were all sitting next to each other, and they had like the t-shirts about the t-shirts that said it, and they're just like, okay, well, what's what's really going on here? Because it just seemed like something weird was up, and it seemed like something Kojima would do because he likes to pull that Easter egg weird. Oh, he's all into the weird like hidden but in your hidden face messages. stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and that's also something too that goes like hand in hand with this game especially with Koji oh, yeah. or Kojima Absolutely. he loves to like mess with gamers or break the fourth wall even like yeah. so like a lot of the the game itself kind of is like yeah like the game makes it seem like it's over but it's not it yep. glitches out but it's not a glitch yeah. it does all these weird things to make you freak you out and scare you and feel uncomfortable but that's yeah. all according to plan mm -hmm. and then uh, like it came out later that he ended up saying like I thought that would take people at least a week to yeah figure a out. week to figure this out and they figured it out in like a night or like two nights people or something. just kept going and going yeah and he had like held back his his uh, development team to make the the game not look as good yeah like supposed so he said I think it looks pretty good. It, yeah, it looked yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> look at that it looked very <laughs> fucking good <laughs> okay, it's bro. in a very amazing hallway like, like, I don't know if that just plays into his ego or something because he just wants people to be like oh no it looks good Maybe. probably uh, you know there are some this guy makes of metal gear yeah, yeah, I've lost a lot of respect for Kojima from what people have said about him I work with him Oh, really? Recently. You know, honestly, too, I... I... After I watched that David Hayter interview about his experience working with him, I'm like, wow, yeah. he's yeah. definitely not the dude that we all, you know, want to believe he is. Which, you know, they never they say never to meet your heroes, and that's probably, like, that example. Well, yeah, like, summarize that, too, like, I feel... Basically, he's... very interesting. Like, yeah, because... Okay, we'll get off on this little tangent. Um, so we know David Hayter as the voice of Solid Snake. Like, I don't think anyone could replace him, even though they literally did. Yeah. Like, which was a bunch of crap, in my opinion. <laughs> but it turns out, I didn't know this, but Kojima has been trying to replace David Hayter since Metal Gear Solid 3. Like, he gives no shits what the fans think about uh, how much, like, David Hayter is revered as the voice of Snake. Like, he's been trying to replace him for a long time, and he just, he doesn't care about this character he's created, or at least his voice, by the way, because he's such a fan of just, like, movie actors, so he's been trying to replace him with, like, famous people. Right. Like, he has no integrity to this character he's created that mm. fans love, his fan favorite. Cause he's, been, he's just been trying to replace his voice for so long. I'm like, wow, you, you, 
I didn't even know that. Like, I lost a lot of respect for him. Like, you didn't care about the song creation that you've made. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and don't just take our word for it. Take it from David Hayter. Where, yeah, where, David Hayter himself said Where it. was that interview? It was, uh... Yeah, we'll link that shit up. In yeah, it was this hour-long... Uh, maybe it was over an hour. Um, it was, like, this retrospective piece that Game Informer did with all the voice actors from Metal Gear Solid 1. Like, just talking about their experiences, um, recording the first and, some, and the, the second game and the remake, to a certain extent, Twin Snakes... And uh, David Hayter just kind of at the end, he has like a, some stuff to say about him. How like you know, can, he can respect him and all that, but he's like just been trying to, he's been replaced or he's been trying to be replaced for a long time. And yep. I was like, wow. And, and he was saying too, if if he was asked again to be go back and be uh, Solid Snake, he'd do it. He'd he'd go back well, without Kojima. So yeah, like, oh yeah, without without yeah. Kojima himself. Really? Yeah, he said if, if Konami ended up making another Metal Gear and oh, Kojima right, wasn't involved, then he would go back and do it because he doesn't. He has like no love for that guy. Yeah, which is it's unfortunate because there are two big names that are involved in the game series, and yep. they just there is no like yeah. they're they're not really living in a unison but the, kind of. The thing place. is, either like Kojima wouldn't even tell him. Like uh, David Hayter was asking a long time, like you know, when are we gonna you know gear up for the next Metal Gear? And Kojima's just like, oh yeah, we'll talk to you, we'll, we'll let you know, we'll do whatever. And then, like, they just replaced him and didn't even tell him. I'll call you. I'll call you. Don't, you don't call us. Yeah. We'll call it's like, you don't even have my number. Right. I'll, I'll find it. I'll find <laughs> it. You. But uh, and all that, like, Kojima's revered for a reason. And it's like, PT, like, we could talk smack about the, the man, but... He's I, a creative genius. He yeah. just oh, has yeah. no integrity exactly. for, like, what the fans want. might even want be, or... like, a wife stealing hoe, you know, we don't know whatever happened between him and that company. Let's keep those theories on the down. Something happened. Something happened. What? Maybe we'll read a book about it one day. I hope, because that's going to be an interesting book. For me, touching on that, though, I mean, even though he said he would go back and redo the Metal Gear Solid franchise without Kojima, it would have never been anything without Kojima. So it's yeah. like you would have went back and you would have went into a failed attempt at a game. Well, he's saying for future games. Oh, yeah, but it's yeah. just, it's one of, it we'll won't see. be... Yeah, you know, it's yeah, because you need that creative mastermind. You and know? that's where I can kind of side with him, even though he, even if he is a complete just dick. If he's like, you show up to work, he's like, you're here, great. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's his baby. You know, it's he's putting his heart into it. Yeah. You can't expect somebody not to be like, oh my god, he slurs his s's. Yeah, I you know. See. So it's one of those things that you never think your own product is perfect until you get it exactly the way you want it, and it's yeah. like, well, and even then, it's never enough. Yeah, not so for it's, people who. So are it's like, crazy. yeah, you could be a dick, but I can understand it. You know, you ne- you never think your creation is perfect. It'll never be perfect, and you always mm-hmm. want to improve it. So I yeah. mean, I, I sympathize with the guy. Sponsor me, Kojima. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying. You never know. Can you Got imagine it. that sponsorship? Like, <laughs> what would that even entail? You wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't even know. <laughs> Get a package. It's like just a head. You're already in. You're like, already endorsed. Oh, okay. boy. I don't know. Um, back, back on track. <laughs> back to the uh, release date thing. So, PT was originally, at least according to Wiki, was originally announced at GamesCon. Games? Okay. So, um, that was when they made their announcement of it as a demo. But did it release when they announced it? Wow, I gotta do my no, research. No, but then it was released in August. It so was it was a in demo August. probably at GamesCon, and then they released it to the public in August. That's what it seems like. Okay. Because um, that's yeah. probably how it spread like wildfire. People were like, oh, we tried this out, you should play it. And then, oh, hey, there's nothing. And then apparently Sony announced it during Tokyo Game Show in September of 2014. So okay. a lot of different places they were kind of pushing it, so to speak. Yeah. I thought it was all in one fell swoop, but it shows how long my yeah. Yeah, two-year right. memory has gone. 
I mean, I, I didn't even know much about it just until like people posting about it, but whatever. Um, moving forward, let's see. So, we'll get a little into the gameplay mechanics. I mean, there's not much there. You move forward. Yeah, so so what kind of game? It's first person. Yeah, it's first you, person. You wake up in this one room to just end up in this hallway. Yep. That never ends. Well, it can end. Well, it never ends. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty okay. much. And, Fair enough. And you just, like... Without like, but yeah. What are your functions? In getting into absolute detail, like that's pretty much it. But like with detail, uh, you walk around and you kind of try not to die, right? You can interact yeah. with things. A couple right? things. Like you, it's the first. I'd say the first. Like you play this hallway in cycles, right? Yeah. Because uh, the first maybe five cycles, certain things are supposed to happen. Like you're supposed to walk forward and everything seems fine. The next time you do it. You hear this noise. Yeah. The next time you do it, oh, what's that standing over there? And the next thing you do it, everything's dark. So, like, things start to change and it starts to mess with you. Like It builds tension so well. There's really no, like, gameplay besides looking at things. Looking and, and pressing, like, one button. It's like yeah. an over-exaggerated hidden object game, for the most yeah. part. That's pretty yeah. much what it is. Like, oh, hey, find the fork. There's mm -hmm. no fork. Like, oh, okay. It's a piece of a fork. Right. It's, <laughs> it's like, a little stick. Yeah, it's, it's that's... Oh. It's like look with walk with left analog stick, look around with right, interact with X. That's your game. Yeah. But it did it well. I mean, how many other games do you know can? Yeah. How many other games do forward and interactions that and do it wrong? Well. Yeah, right. But yeah, it's just. That's literally all. If they got that wrong, there would be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even walk right. Like, come on. Inherently, that so it's like a puzzle in every little cycle. Right. And in order to move on, you gotta complete the puzzle or die. Or die, yeah. Or stay in that room forever. Yeah. Do you die in the beginning? Like, if you just don't do anything uh, in the I think the, the very time? beginning... No. Uh, you can. Uh, really? And it'll actually restart you. you. Just um, it's It's on time. It was time-based. Remember when we were playing, we're like, yeah. go through the door, because she's about she's to coming. fuck you. All up. right, there's like a... So even the very, very lady. beginning? Yeah, if you stand... Because that was one of the mistakes I had, because uh, my wife, who played it, um, she just continuously walked, and I didn't, because like I'm a gamer. I'm like, I have to know why is this piece of candy on the floor. Mm, right. So I'm inspecting everything, and then I just hear whispering into my ear, and I'm like, oh great, this can't be good. Turn around, I see a twitching lady at me, and then it's like, she possesses you, you're dead, and you wake up back in the room, and you start over, and it's like, whoa, well there was 45 minutes of my life, I'm not getting back. Jesus. Let's do it again. <laughs> you know, so yeah, no, you can definitely die in the very because I think I died on my second walk through the hallway because the first time I walked out that door walked past it walked through the hallway walked into the what should have been like the basement door mm -hmm. and then ended up in the same hallway and I was like did I do that right? so I tried to walk back into it and just made my character like face first into the door like six times but yeah no you can you can die immediately okay. you just Damn. don't move <laughs> alright well, there you go yeah and then um there's no music really just weird ominous tones but um what do you guys think of the visuals? And we kind of talked a little bit earlier, but I think that for just the first person, like that was ridiculously it was. like sharp. It was, yeah, that <laughs> it was. It was crystal clear, but also it it, it puts you there. Mm -hmm. It puts you in the game. The more you played it, you felt you were walking yeah, through the hallway. Yeah, it was your piece, your part of. Yeah, you know, it wasn't just a standard first-person shooter. It was like, oh, hey, you can sprint all the way through and do this fine. It was one of those like, 
you feel like you're taking those slow steps. Just and that's what the visuals did for me. Yeah. Because it was that on point. You look at the desk, it looks like a desk. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was I don't the know. The shine, you know, yeah, it all was that shit. The lighting, everything. All the crumbs or whatever that was there too and stuff like that. It was it, really cool. Yeah, speaking of that, like you could tell that they put thought into what people are gonna be looking at for the most part. Mm -hmm. Like the mm -hmm. pictures are, are kind of like, oh, what's that? guy and his wife okay that's interesting but it's like it's put there for a reason and uh you're gonna be looking at the radio so like that whole little setting is is very specific like and uh sure there's a bunch of stuff all over the place but like the true details are what people are gonna stare at like yeah like even rich was, was talking about like you're gonna look at those things and get caught in them and then die yeah <laughs> but it, it definitely definitely looks pretty cool this was the Fox engine, right? I think it's continuous. Yep. Eventually yeah. revealed to be the Fox engine. Yeah, eventually. We don't know it at the time, but... Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's just kind of get to our initial playthrough. Me, George, and... Well, actually, all of us here watched um, Joe play it for mine, George, and Joe's first playthrough. So Joe was in the driver's seat playing, mm -hmm. and we were all just kind of huddling around. Which was very Waiting. cool because it was like it's a group experience. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it that was, happened to a lot of people. It was definitely scary at times. Um, so let's just talk about your, you know, since you technically played it first, what was your, what was your like experience? You know, were you tense? Was it weird? Was it not? Because we were all watching you. It could have been a lot more tense if I was alone for yeah. sure. Uh, but it was still pretty scary. Like I had the headset on too. I was semi buzzed because we were all drinking that night. <laughs> <laughs> So that kind of added to the scares too. Yep. Right. Um, yeah. No. It was. It was incredible. I'd wanted to play it for years at that point because it had been out for like a year and a half, maybe two years, and uh, it was. It was really good. Like, like I said, it built that tension really, really well. Because um, you're always looking for the subtle differences from hallway to hallway, and then like, like I was saying earlier, there's a corner that you turn, which you never know what's around the corner. It's just like this genius. Um, like just game making or tension building technique. Yeah, because you'd constantly see that same corner, but it's like, yeah, what's gonna be there now? Yeah. Yep. yeah. I don't think there was ever anything. Oh, there was. There was. You don't remember? Remember the coffin or the what was it called? Refrigerator. The refrigerator. It was a refrigerator, yeah. dripping blood. Just but hanging. you had to walk down to get to that area. That's what we're saying. It's like you're yeah. looking at that corner first, and you're like, okay, what's gonna be there now? And then when oh, you right. get there, it's like. Uh, there's a lady there. Or like, uh, on, something up there. Or like on Joe's first playthrough, he immediately wanted to go to the bathroom that we didn't know was a bathroom. He's like, why can I not go in this door? And then you go and then it's creaked open the next time you go yeah. through. And you're like, okay, am I going to be able to do it? And then you leave the hallway and you come back and it's closed again. Right. So it's like, you know, it's, you don't know what to expect, which yeah. is... Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, but being your first playthrough, how was it like kind of actually doing it? You've heard all about it. Like what was actually doing it? It was very effective. I think it lived up to all the hype that it that I had heard, because uh, it just, it just was really scary. You had to explore. Sometimes you had to like explore the hallway, go back and forth, um, the same hallway. Like you know, you go to the end of the door, you can start over. But sometimes you had to go back and forth to explore new things. And I never ever would have beat it without their help, because this is like the most some of the most obscure clues. God, <laughs> you the could most ever obscure imagine. locations. Yeah, for... fourth wall breaking clues too sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously we weren't, you know, playing me and George, but it was like creepy. There, there was definitely a moment while you're playing, and it wasn't like the initial like walkthrough of the room, but eventually we hit this part in the game where 
we hear this noise in the radio after like doing things over and over again and even Richard was saying yeah, when right. we heard something and you guys were like oh my god we never heard that before and yes. I was like I was freaked out I'm like what the fuck is going on yeah. it was just I don't know like it's just really really weird how you get these minor nuances or things that are just like it'll be like a smidge to the right and but if you are paying attention you notice it, you're like oh my god that's weird yeah. that's never happened before you know or whatever yeah. and now i remember that <laughs> yeah um i don't remember what he said me neither it did something it it clicked back on or something like that but it was just, it was one of those things that was just it, it was a minor detail it was very jarring though because it was i don't think nothing was on really there was no no radio prior to it or something like yeah that. it was off that was one of the hallways where it was yeah. off but that, that's just like kind of those moments where we were all just like, what the fuck? Turn this fucking game off! <laughs> it was some real life shit. Um, yeah. Uh, I just want to say too, like, like, so I originally watched it, so I was kind of like, all right, so you watched gonna, it for the first time. Yeah, there's going to be, oh, that door's going to be cracked open, fine, it's going to be weird. Oh, it's going to slam your face, fine. But like, what was actually like experiencing it was like, actually looking up at that baby in the sink and like oh, the little fetus that was so <laughs> having, dumb having a nice those. little time cute. looking at that and hearing it it kind of looked like those uh guys from silent hill the first game those little babies that walked around in the school those yeah. really scared the shit out yeah of me. man that's why like it kind of it all made sense in the end but uh there was that thing and then just knowing that she could just show up and appear there yeah and apparently you're supposed to look at her or like not wait not to... look at her or, or not whatever. Yeah, yeah you're supposed to do a certain thing so you don't die but she yeah. can just show up and um well, yeah wasn't it like like she showed up right in front of you, you have to like wait and then she goes through you and but didn't kill you yeah and then it's like yeah. all right now get the hell out of the hallway <laughs> reset it yeah. <laughs> like run do it over. or she'll be in the windows or random spots and so yeah. like that attention to like we can put her in these random spots. All of them are just as scary. And maybe, like, what you do in your playthrough dictates where she shows up, so mm. it might be a different place I, each time. Yeah, I don't know, because yeah. it's. I think that's that's something unique to the game. Because I don't know how it's many different, like, because most random spawns or stuff like that, it's like, oh, it's one of six locations. Right. But even when my wife played it, um, she was like, okay, just so you know, she's going to appear in the window, or she's going to do this right now. And I'm like, all right, so what you're saying is don't look at the window, don't look at this. <laughs> right. And then because I didn't, she appeared in other places. Like, I was walking, I looked up at the balcony, and she's just twitching at me, and I'm like, she do that for you? She's like, no. I'm like, all right, we'll get the fuck out of the hallway. <laughs> you know, it was just, it was one of those things that, like, even when oh, he was playing, I'm like, oh, she's probably going to be right here. And then it's like, oh, she's not there. She's right where you walked in. And right. It's like, what the hell? Like, how many spots do you got for this? Right. Like, no, stop. Like, chill out, bitch. Like, just communicate. Right. Yeah, so I actually experienced like that's that's what you have to that's what you get for actually playing is the unique you know the, spawn points maybe yeah, or the minor you know changes of things that some people might not have gotten you know with the the radio turning back on or yeah. you know her showing up in weird places you know do we ever figure out what the lights meant because after you beat the main thing there's like a another task you can do and then every time you go in the hallway it's like red blue green lights oh no we talked about it but i, I didn't look it up no. i didn't see if there was anything like that yeah okay. like so far everything's pretty much cut and dry now but i'm sure there's, there might be one or two things no one picked up on yeah. or, or still it, I, hit, hidden there i know people broke it down like they were able to determine like like for instance they were listening somebody was listening to the story like the radio says a number it's like one eight five or whatever somebody broke it down and found out that that was like uh, some form of like military code they broke it down, put it inside this little generator online, and came up with certain numbers and letters. They broke it down and found a website. They found an actual website that Kojima had made and didn't tell nobody about that had 
like subtle information it was about a it was like a tree stump on the background but the tree stump was an actual place in like japan that represents like the tree of life and death or something like that and like people found all this information just based off of that the little number. thing so i mean i don't know i feel like there's everything in that game has yeah. to have some kind of meaning but i don't know is it, it was, the uh, the cover the artwork uh it was but it wasn't um it oh, was synonymous this looks, with this it looks like a this looks like a um graveyard yeah, it's no, not... it's not that. There's a different picture, and it's like an actual tree stump in the middle of it, and then it just has... There's a tree stump in the background, but I don't but, know Yeah, no, it was... Shit. Like, they broke it down, it was a website, and you can only access, like, two things. Somebody, like, stripped the picture, like, inverted it, made it negative, and it had, like, this... And, like, people... We're going crazy. Oh, yeah, they go yeah, crazy. And it was just, like, but... I mean, so who's to say that those lights didn't mean something? Right, you know? it was... and that's the thing, too. There, there are a shit ton of little things like the lights were one of them um so let's kind of break that down since we're here so there was the light weird combo or you know different things that would activate different colors um there was the weird footstep counting thing to get are you talking about the ending or just in general like just... the little secrets in the game so okay. what else did people find there was a footstep thing the there was the calls. name thing yeah, or, or we just had to speak, say call. a name through the you uh, know, mic. Some people were able to determine uh, when she was going to appear. When, yeah. Because so, of her crying mm -hmm. or like her whispering in your ear. It's supposed right. to be like she's behind you getting ready to possess you. It was like just, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. So when, when you do the walk thing, what does that, uh, I'm trying to remember, what does that bring up? When you do the number, the baby. Walks. It was the a baby. baby laugh. Yeah. And then what happens after that? Supposedly a phone call, right? Yeah. Well, it's a baby laugh. Um, you were like, for the ending at least. Uh, it was like yeah. you walk so many steps and then you get a baby laugh. And then once the baby laughs, you gotta wait. And then like the controller will vibrate to signify, okay, you did the second part right. Right. And then it was another baby laugh followed by a phone call and so on and so forth. So it's, it was kind of one of the. It, I guess it was like indicators, their way of indicating like, hey, you're about to beat the game. You did well. Okay. Uh, but it was yeah little things like that it was just it was more I think there were more indicators just so people had an idea like hey like, you're how the hell did people have the time for this like it's like took 10 steps and his wife was like I said take out the track right. well fine <laughs> why did a baby laugh right. and yeah. they tried to go back and redo right. everything right did. yeah mm -hmm. um, and I guess for moving forward is there there's not really any character besides the family you hear about and the father who killed the family. I mean, the, and then like I think the implication the is you play as yeah. the father. Right? Yeah, see, that's what I thought. I Keep thought you were the as dad. The father. Yeah. Like, like it starts off as like it's just a random radio show, but it's kind of like that's like you're going that's crazy what's heavily implied show. is that um, uh, you are the dad. That lady that's walking around is the dead the wife, mom, and the and wife. the thing in, in the sink possibly your They're dead your baby because it was uh or even in the she bag was pregnant or something like that because you don't remember the bag that was in the back of the room yeah, where like you first spawned yeah when you stuff. first oh, spawned yeah. on that table it start it talks to you if you go up to yeah, it yeah but it's like a man's voice isn't it but I mean but, so was the yeah. radio and it was the baby talking yeah on the oh, radio the it's saying like thanks for killing me dad yeah. yeah so and then if you go up to the bag he's like just so you know it's another dimension this and that. I mean and then in the game you start taking away letters and it says hell so it could be your personal hell you right. know what i mean you're sentenced to yeah. well that's, that's the concept so like... of every single silent hell game is that every main character is in his own personal hell and that's why every silent hill uh, at least the first few games had this very specific theme one was you know one dude dealing with 
you know, this or that. There's obviously the heavy themes for each guy, each um, character in 1 through 3, so... That's that's why when when Silent Hills popped up, it just it made so much sense. Like here's this guy's hell, this guy's personal hell, and this he's dealing with his own personal sins or whatnot. Right. And uh, like that, I, I forgot exactly where, but that baby or the man's like like the man baby demon voice like starts talking to you and is, or just starts talking generous. Like I found that really cool. He's like he's such a boring guy. He yeah. couldn't even kill me in an interesting way. Like, yeah, it's like he just did this. Came in with a shotgun yeah. and killed mom. It was like yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, and, and then too he's like I'll be there at the end or something. So kind of signifying like he was gonna be the guy in the end or the boss at the end or something like that. Boss fight. Yeah. Baby man. Yeah. <laughs> it will never happen now. His big old head. But right. yeah. Yeah. So uh, kind of closing out this. What were your guys' favorite moments while playing it? Whether it's your own individual playthrough. I mean, obviously we only had the one, so. Um, <clears throat> my favorite one was when the radio guy started talking to you directly. Okay. And he told you to stop there and turn around, and like I was like, holy shit! What yeah. <laughs> if I take another rough. step, is he gonna get more stern with me or what? Like, should I really turn around? I don't. I was kind of just like frozen. Mine was definitely the the radio turning on, and we were all just like we were we were going at it for a while because our we didn't really um, get the ending properly, so we had to keep doing things over and over again. And we were trying to use a mic that wasn't working, <laughs> so we were yelling into this mic that wasn't even registering with the PS4. Yep. And on my dumbass, not even thinking about the snowball, like after long like 40 minutes maybe <laughs> yeah. half hour whatever doing this i'm like wait will the snowball work duh like what the hell yep. so we plugged in and it worked instantly so um we, we spent a lot of time doing this little like you know i don't know glitch or whatever yeah do the, the steps to get the, the ending and like that was just so funny though when it finally clicked and then it happened right away with the mic and then we get that radio thing eventually. I'm like, this game got too real. Like, yeah. take this mic out. Let's yeah. fucking turn it off. Just happening, man. It knows. Right. Um, but that was definitely like a really fun moment. It was just so unexpected. So. Yeah. In general, that's probably my favorite moment too. Like, we had our little group playthrough, and which was very, very cool. Yeah. But uh, just watching experience, I'll, I'll never forget like that little glitch moment. It was just like you could tell it's fake. Like you yeah. kind of tell, like, oh, it just restarted the game. That's weird. But it was kind of like, yes, I want more of that in games to kind of like, uh, did it just mess with my save file? No, it's, a, it's on purpose, guys. Like, stuff yeah. like that kind of jar your, your gaming experience. Right. For me, uh, my favorite moment, or probably the biggest favorite moment I had, is something so subtle and so stupid, but that's what makes it so genius is uh, when you have to look through the peeping hole into the bathroom and you can hear the murder of the woman going on. Yeah. And the reason being is because to me, it kind of made it, you can't see what's going on because you're reliving it in your head. Yeah. Okay. So that's what kind of threw it off for me and what made me believe like you're the dad. Cause it's like, you look through the peephole, it's the room where you killed her and then you just hear all these sounds and everything. And then when it's done, you just kind of sit back and you're just like, damn, did I really just do that? Or did that really just happen? Kind of one of those things that's like, you know, you're questioning your reality. Right. That, that to me, favorite part of the entire thing, entire experience I've ever had with it, just cause it, it was subtle. It was one of the things that gets overlooked cause you're like, okay, so we know it was a murder. That's probably where it happened, but nobody ever thinks. That was his. Can you not yeah. see it because you're thinking about it going on and stuff, you know? Uh, it's one of those things, but... Right. And I think that's what's... If it is the real story, it's like, it's kind of cool that, like, you're the bad guy, basically. Like, yeah. You're the <laughs> asshole that did something terrible, and 
Now you're paying the price to be inside hell, bro. Alright. Alright, um, how many hours did you guys put, or how many hours did we put into the game? Three, four, maybe? Not even. Yeah. Like maybe less than two. Yeah, no, no, it had to be about two. It had to be about two. And then for your pl first playthrough? Uh, for my first playthrough, it was about two hours, but going back and redoing it by myself, just to see if it was different, because online it says, oh, you can get this, and this can happen, like the, with the radio, what happened with you guys. I want to see how many more, I probably put easily 14, 15 hours into it, just trying to see Jesus. what I can find. Just and like you notice, poking at everything. And you, you do notice, like, yeah. uh, there's certain areas where you're supposed to do this, or you're supposed to wait for this, or when he says, I said, look behind you. Um, if you take longer, different sequences happen sooner. Yeah. Uh, if you don't make the picture where you got to find the little picture pieces everywhere, uh, you can actually progress, but then it stops you and kills you and then resets you because you have to get that picture together right. and stuff. That's you know? one thing we didn't even talk about, too, was the puzzle. Just the little pieces that you can kind of get. Like, when it resets, like, they're scattered, so you can kind of get them everywhere. Yeah. And, like, there's a couple cool ones. One's in the pause screen or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's like you have to pause the game, hold the touchpad, and it, like, inspects itself. And then all of a sudden it just, like, some it looks like German writing or something appears. It says something. And then it's just like, oh, well, now the picture is back on there. Yeah. You know, that's, I don't know. Yeah, because like, yeah, basically in the game there is a... There's a photo that you see, right? And yeah, then, it's of uh, Judith or whatever her name is. And then you're supposed to zoom in to like the little pieces to get them. Yeah, but like, it's, I don't remember. Was the picture like half cut? Like, was it like torn apart, or was it, was, it just the entire picture that was fucked up? No, it was the entire picture because you had to get all the pieces, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it was a missing picture out of a frame next to a whole bunch of other yeah. pictures. Right. And then yeah. as you found it, it put together and it showed like who <laughs> it was, and it was Judith who was oh. fucking you up the whole entire time, you know. Because it had the thing, like, it had the writing on it. If you zoomed in, I just had writing. It was like, uh, I'll always be here. I'll be waiting for you. I'll always come back or some crap like that. And it was just, why is this? Was that this... the only little puzzle in the game? Was the, uh, I mean, the obvious one was finding the pieces for the picture. I mean, uh, that's the, the puzzle of the ending. Yeah, yeah and spelling out the hell, too. Yeah, how did, how did you have to do that? You had to go like, to look away and look yeah, back. Yeah, it, it said something. It said, like, look away or look back or something. You had to look at it, walk over to another wall, the letters yeah. appeared, so and on and so forth. Because yeah, okay. it was just hello the first time you yeah, 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 right, right. And then you're constantly walking back and forth, and it's taking off letters. Gotcha. Um, all right, well, friendly advice to... A game that's not... <laughs> a game that might not ever... Make it! it Somebody will, it'll makes it. never come out. <laughs> Have you guys tried the Resident Evil 7 demo? I, I've yet to do it. I want to. We don't have PS4 to do it. <laughs> to me, that was Silent Hills, but rebranded as uh, Resident Evil. Because it's the same ambiance, same kind of graphics. There's uh, secrets in there, too, that people yes. haven't found. Yes, and it's different endings and uh, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it's That's the way cool. you play through it. It's, it's a survival horror, which yeah. is essentially what PT was. There's little puzzles, little things you got to do to progress further in it. To me, it looks like, oh, hey, we had this fallout and we can't release Silent Hills now. What if we call it Resident Evil and make a new one? Right. You know, and with Resident Evil being in kind of, you know, a shitty place right now, I mean, it's perfect. Because it's, it's one of those things that it's, if you play it, um, if we, you guys ever get the chance to play it, which if you want me to, I'll bring my stuff so you can play it. It's, uh, it, it feels like PT. Like yeah. the demo for it. And they said the same thing. PT, they said, does not correlate with the game. It's not going to have anything to do with it. It's, it's just a sample of it's, what yeah. is the, what what the could game is. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, here's the mechanics, here's the engine. Well. And playing the Resident Evil 7 demo same exact thing they're like right. oh there's no correlation to the story there's no nothing so i that's what it feels like like it's i think they made it but because of the fallout they had to rebrand it because they can't use that name anymore but i mean just oh hey let's add zombies and not a crazy woman mm -hmm. you know so it's very possible 
Yeah, friendly advice. We want to just learn from this. <laughs> learn from this. Because this is one of the things that I feel nowadays with games, the issue is developers have this mindset of if they don't do what's popular right now, then, they're not going to succeed. Yeah. PT and I think didn't that's do that. Just, that's a stupid way of, honestly, so dumb. Every game. No, especially if you look at genres, it's the same thing. If it's a shooter, it's, hey, there's a guy with a nuke, kill him and stop him. Mm -hmm. If it's a horror game, oh my god, somebody did a devil ritual, now you gotta go stop him, right. you know. But PT <laughs> brought to the table like, hey, we're gonna put you in a puzzle and not tell you anything, you don't know what's going on. Right. And it's, they, they can learn from it. Like, it's, take risk. Like, yeah, it sucks because you may fail, but if you don't, look at the success you'll have. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy that this thing was given up on and... I don't know. We'll get into that in the next section, but yeah, it's it's interesting that like this has had somewhat of like a pull, you know. Yeah. Like it was a, it's like an indie movie that that only a few people saw and is like probably one of the best movies of all time. Right. But and like, only a few only people a few have yeah. seen it. <laughs> <laughs> and then people bootlegged it and put it yeah. on like YouTube and yep. shit. Um All right. Well, I got best way to play the game. I mean, if you have it, if you have it on it. your PS4, like play it in the dark and have a mic on. Headset, I'd say headset. headset I definitely yeah. say because he you get that full, you know, 360 creepiness yeah. about it. Definitely. I I liked our little like play session together. Play with like a couple friends that are just as interested as you are right. in what yeah. whatever's happening. That was fun. Especially if nobody knows what's going on, you got to figure it out together. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. If definitely. you guys find that one random PS4 with PT on it, yeah, <laughs> buy the, the shit out of they it. They were selling for like a grand to two I grand bet. online because people wanted it's it. It's a gem now. It's it's like literally like a gold. It's priceless, you know. So Joe, two thousand dollars, man. You got <laughs> PT <laughs> indefinitely. <laughs> you looking to buy? <laughs> um. All right. Well. That's kind of it, unless y'all want to get on final thoughts, but I feel like we're all pretty, like, pro-PT. You know, I think it's great, and... It was a game changer. The yeah. way I say it, it was a complete game changer. Mm -hmm. Horror games were in a bad rut of just becoming action games. Yeah. And it was like, no, this is what a horror game should be, and that's perfect. A perfect demo for something that'll never come out. Yep. <laughs> Don't you love how that works? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just depressing, because as good as, good as, as it is, that's what makes it depressing, because I'll never get to see... Kojima and Del Toro's take on the Silent Hill universe. Especially, like, Del Toro, because he's, like... I mean, I'm a big fan of him. He's done so many great visual things. If you've ever seen his movies, his visuals are always so outstanding. And then Kojima's so just screwed up mine and combined both <laughs> yeah, together like, with, like, this Imagine engine, a like, fucked up, like, crazy monster. You'll have nightmares. You'll never not see him, you know. Or I mean, that's, that's what we still want from yeah. a lot more things to come, is, like... We want to be freaked out. We don't. We're tired of seeing the same old kind of yeah. like yeah. horrors and ghosts and zombies. Shooter zombies. I just feel like this would have been like the definitive horror game for maybe the whole entire generation if they yeah. were to actually see this through to the end. But we'll never get it. Never. All right. Well, we're gonna take a break and we'll catch you guys on the post PT. What has this game influenced? BRB. Insert sad face here. <laughs> Welcome back, people. Now we talk about 
how PT has influenced our gaming world. So basically, whenever anyone makes something that's really successful like We're that... We're just going to say that it was PT-inspired. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. they just say PT-inspired, or they just like shamelessly copy it. And then Kojima would be like, I inspired that. Right? I inspired yeah. that too. Credit, credit for everything that comes out. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting because, I mean, alright, this game was great, and then, well, this trailer, whatever, this teaser was great, and it got cancelled, so... You know what happens now. Obviously, people just replicate it. You know, I mean, it. I feel like in general, it's given, it's given that kind of hope, that spark of hope to people for horror lovers, especially in gaming world. Because what was the last really good horror game that you guys played that was like good through and through? Hey, I have to go back to Silent Hill Three. Outlast. See, I haven't played Outlast yet. Outlast. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh maybe no. I was, I was gonna, gonna say, say Evil Within, yeah, Evil but Within. that that game sucked for like two chapters towards the end. Yeah. yeah. When it turned out Resident Evil Six. <laughs> <laughs> I told you action, they go to where action. It's it's kind of like sure there's been like Resident Evil, but even that survival horror genre is kind of like, you know, when when it started off, it was lackluster graphics, so it's kind of like tank controls. Like, are you really scared of that pixelated zombie? Maybe, but the like concepts are scary. Though. Yeah, exactly. Like the thought and the. The lack of control and lack of equipment was probably like fuck, but right. at the same time, like now we have all this technology and now we have all this potential to make some really great horror games. Like I think PT finally like broke that that ground where it's just like this is what it could be. This is what could be offsetting this whole time, like mm -hmm. while you're playing. They gave the template basically. Like, yeah. This is what you need to do to yeah, do it right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, and sure, like like. There still might be Resident Evil these days, but they're not like Resident Evil Six was like action packed fucking like. It wasn't scary. You never feel scared because you're a, a walking tank. Right. And uh, there's plenty of other games just like that, like like even Doom's kind of supposed to be scary, but like it feels awesome to be like that. That badass. That badass <laughs> tank destroying all these things in hell. So um, to be in PT was kind of like awesome to be like. I have nothing, I have no weapons, I have no way of combating this thing. Like, that's I'm scared for me to play it, but it, I, that's the horror that game that I think that really needs to be out there. Yeah. Especially these days. It, it was just... And I think, like, what it comes down to is horror is only as good as the story. If you want jump scares, that's not really horror, you know? That's yeah. just kind of this instantaneous yeah, scare. Yep. And I think that's what the issue has been for a long time with horror, and at least in the gaming world, is that the... Stories are lackluster. They're not present. There's not a lot of thought in going into it, and it doesn't like leave you with like I need to turn this fucking game off. You know, it doesn't leave you with like that was too fucked up to look at. The story yeah. with visuals, like that's what you kind of need in in a successful horror story, so to speak. So, it's just interesting that now that someone finally put emphasis on it, now people are you know like shit. Why isn't this happening more? You know, now we got other games that are, you know, trying to replicate it, and some that are, you know, doing the same exact thing, but getting cancels in the process, you know, so yeah. it's just, it's interesting, um, the attention it's brought to horror and how people want it, and they want it well done, and, you know, like, the writers aren't, like, considering that. You can't just put zombies or monsters and expect people to be scared. You have to give them something scary to make them think about it. We gotta have them relate. Yeah, you exactly. Have to, you have to be able to relate to the character because that's what PT does. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's not, oh, hey, there's 
a zombie that's 700 feet tall controlled by a guy in a <laughs> big leather jacket with blonde hair. You know, it's, hey, you're walking down what looks like a normal hallway. Like your home. Your home. This can know? happen. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know about... I don't know how many of you guys have killed your wife and kids, but... <laughs> I, it did. Once every few weeks. But I mean, like... Like... We all kind of, like, have our bad days, and I'm sure, like, if we would want to go crazy, we like, do it in our heads, but we'd never do it. Right. And, like, to live in this fantasy world, it's kind of like, man, like, you'd probably go crazy if you did some horrible shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, it's just to, to see that kind of in front of you, that's what's scary about it. That's yeah, what's it's, scary. You never want to have this, that in your head. Yeah. If I killed my wife, she's going to haunt me in a hallway forever. Right? Right? I'm and sure she would, too. Oh, <laughs> God. The fetus is going to be talking shit. <laughs> I see her in the hallway now, yeah, and it's terrifying. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's 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 a re- it's it's relatable. That's yeah. the thing, you know. It's, that's what makes a good horror, and that's why everything fails is horror. Yeah. When I see it get under horror, if I see a gun, I'm like, so you mean action? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, we're like, having fun or no? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, right. Like, I don't know. It's like, is it a squirt gun? Because okay, that's terrifying. Right. You pull up a gun, you go to shoot something, it's like, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> well, <wonder>. fuck. <laughs> you know, like that turned bad very fast. <laughs> like my my last like really in depth horror experience was probably Dying Light. And, like, oh, that was a lot more fun than it was scary. Yeah. Like, there were those moments like, man, there's too many zombies. But at the end of the day, I'm a badass at the end of it. So. What about Slender? You ever done, like, Slender? Mm-hmm. See, Slender was creepy, too. And that was another thing. Because it was like, why are you hunting down these notes? What's so important about these notes? Why are you doing this and that? Why is this creepy, white, tall creature trying to kill you? It's, it, it makes you relate. It's a forest. The, right. the first one I ever played was Slender the Arrival. So that one, it was just, you know, go find all these notes. When you find them all, game's over with. But why? What what put you in this forest? What put you here? You know, that was, that was the thing. And the same thing with PT. Why are you in this hallway? Why'd you do this? Oh, now the telephone's talking to me. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something, too, that, that's really, like, what's scary about those games. Like, you hardly see the thing that's trying to kill you until yeah. it's too late. Until, yeah, until, like, yeah. you need to fucking run for run for mm-hmm. it. It's like, I seen it. Well, time to reset. Because right. <laughs> yeah. I'm always hearing, too, that's what, like, keeps things from being scary. It's like you're constantly seeing it. Seeing bom- the, yeah, bombarded yeah. by it. I think that's why Dead Space never got to me that much because I can't relate to a dude on an airship or a spaceship. See, but I hear that's like See, the that most scary though. All the time. See, it's not. I played that two in the morning just for like the achievements, and I kept playing oh, and playing look it. At like you. it's, it's not because it didn't scare me on that level because it's not relatable that, at all. But it, is that like on the badass level that we're talking about? Like, did you feel? Does that ever? Oh, yeah. you Are you saying the story wasn't there that it didn't give you something? It wasn't. To hold on it just to? wasn't a relatable premise. So like I said, yeah, it, people, my thing is people just want something that they feel is realistic. Like for me, it's realism. You know, mm. you very well, because yeah. even if in PT, you're just like a mental patient. If it's like some Shutter Island, spoiler alert, you know, you're just a mental patient and you're reliving this in your mind or you're creating this world in your mind, that can happen. Yeah. People can lose their mind, go delusional, create this entire world. Look at people nowadays. It happens. Right. Yeah. They, why'd you do this and that? Well, I thought I was doing this and this. You know, it's it's one of those things that people want something that is real because that's what freaks them out. Yeah. Like, like for, for me, even something as simple as movies. The reason why a lot of movies don't impress me because it's like, oh, wow, yeah, that totally can happen. <laughs> but you put me in something like, you know, Twister, and I'm like, well, shit, that right. can happen. I don't like it's this. It's freaks real. me out. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's it's one of those things people just want to be able to relate to what's going yeah. on, you know. It's, that, is, that is true because if you, like, uh, if it's not too relatable, at the end of the day, you could, oh, it's just a movie. Oh, right. it's just a thing. You like, could just brush it you off. You walk out of it and you're, right. like, eating random dinner and, like, I don't know. An average day. And it doesn't need to be anything too crazy either. It can be like the simplest of premises. Yeah. And is like I think 
the simpler it is, the more effective it is, honestly. Because you can, you can like, generalize, and most people can fit themselves in this, you know, little... You fill the holes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And even if it's not, like, 100% relatable, like, a Silent Hill 2, the guy receives a letter from his dead wife telling him to meet him somewhere. Great, I'm on board. This is simple. I like it. Yeah. It's creepy. Straightforward. It's Worst not... Worst game it. ever. Creepy, straightforward. George is an idiot. <laughs> oh, we still Start that hashtag right? yeah, on Twitter right now. Worst horror game ever. Well, I was going through city, bro. Um, <laughs> so, uh, as far as uh, what games have come from PT, um, I only know a few, but, I mean, do you guys have any... The only one I know is in, that is directly, like, inspired by PT and has come from it is Allison Road. Right. Which got canceled, like, a few months ago, which so sucks, too. So it's like, too. that sounds yep. about right. Thanks. Yeah, there was, like, this really... <laughs> a spinning image. That was a really good, uh... <laughs> yep, basically. That's gonna be all of them. No. Right. But there's this like 13 minute video online of like alpha footage of it. And it looked just, it looked fantastic. Is that the one where you like start in the closet or whatever it is? And he starts in a bedroom. Okay. So and he's like some... exploring his empty house, and he has like he's no idea where he is, and he kind of he explores the house in the front yard and stuff, and it, it builds tension, like you know, yeah. bad that tension. But, but it, uh, it looked really, really good. It sucks that it's not coming out either. Yeah, for me, it's Resident Evil Seven. Like I told you guys, it's Resident mm-hmm. Evil Seven. Yeah. It's just spinning image. Like if you play the demo for that. It's PT and then some. Especially, though, I think then then some is just the different endings because depending on how you do certain things in it, which I'm glad PT didn't do because it kind of forced you to have the same ending, but at the same time, it was like, instead of having different endings, we're going to have different pokes at you. Or you know, different you know, different routes to get to the same ending. Yeah, you know, that, that, I think that's amazing. That's something they did amazing. But Resident Evil 7, to me, when it releases, if, it's, if it plays out anything like PT, Resident Evil will be back on track. It'll be one of those things. It's known for being a horror game. Because, yeah, they said that there's going to be shooting in the game, but it's going to be bare minimum. It's not... I, I just wish they would do both, like do separate set, like have their have action, genre, have the action yeah. and have their <laughs> scare you out of your pants genre. Resident like, Evil Salt, Resident Evil Creepy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like they they look at the backlash from Resident Evil Six and they're like, okay, well, we got to make it scary again. How are we gonna do that? What's popular? And like, oh, PT is scaring the pants off everybody. Let's try and make something like that. So I think that's kind of how it. Yeah. It's, yeah, and it's it's been enough time that they kind of could mess with those concepts that PT showed everybody. So especially since virtual reality is coming out, man. Oh, well, that's gonna be that. That, that awful. Was, that was gonna be my thing. <laughs> Hell, like, motherfucking no. To see what VR games come out from here on out, like. Are gonna see the influence of PT. Resident Evil, you can play with VR. Yeah, that's going like to back. Yeah, entire thing. That's gonna. I can't wait. That's gonna be like some shit I'll never do ever. <sighs> Gotta get a shit bucket. It's just too much <laughs> shit bucket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, you'd be like ah. And there you go. I'm done. No I'm mess. Good. Just in the bucket. <laughs> no mess. <laughs> it just stinks, but then yes. you like you're so in you're the game the even more. Game. <laughs> Freeze. <laughs> you ever seen the commercial? Puts it in a little bubble and pops it and it goes away. <laughs> that's awful. all right well uh the next question i have for you guys is um do you think this game raises expectations now in general for the horror genre do you think it's just going to be something that people think of now as oh this could have been like pt or do you think that's going to die out you know like as far as expectations for what we want as what we want horror games, you know, is this is this a fad or is it gonna go? I, I don't know if it'll raise expectations, but I'm sure everyone will pick and choose like certain parts of it. Like, like we're saying, story was really kind of interesting. That's like it's simple enough that everyone can relate to. Like, who's gonna pick up on that? That's what's scary about this. Oh, everyone loved the jump scares in PT. They're gonna make jump scare games. Like, it's really gonna be interesting to see what everyone picks and chooses from this. 
for me, I, I think it sets the bar. I think it sets the bar because it was like, hey, this demo, this teaser, got the attention of the entire horror community, and then you can beat it in an hour. Yeah. And you're going to produce a $60 game. What are you going to bring to the table? Mm -hmm. You know, and it was free. That's the big thing, too. It's, yeah. it's free. So it's like, if they could do it with a free game, it's, to me, at least among my friends and people that I talk to about it, it sets the bar for them. Like the next thing that I always related to is like Alien Isolation. Because even though it does have that like shooting aspect and stuff of it, it's all survival. Yeah. It's, you can't do anything. And the same thing with Outlast. You know? So I, I think it definitely sets the bar. I think the only reason why it sets the bar above everything else is because there was no information about it. You know, that's something mm, we yeah. see too much of. Look at a tra You look at one game trailer of anything right now, you know the entire game. You know the plot, the yeah. you know, premise. Who's going to do it? The only thing you don't know is surprise, like, guess that show. Yeah. All of a sudden, here's the third trailer two days before the game releases. You find out, oh, Kevin Spacey's the bad guy. <laughs> right. You're like, oh, okay, Thanks cool. for telling me the whole movie now. Yeah, the you whole know. game. Maybe that's why Until Dawn 2 is kind of very interesting to some people. Was like, It wasn't that advertised and when people actually no. played it. Dad. Yeah, yeah you guys played it? No, I really, it's, it's on our list. It's on your list. It's gonna I'm be a PlayStation guy. Just tell me. Stuff. Yeah. Well, we don't have PlayStation yet, but that's we... what I said. I'm your PlayStation. Oh yeah. <laughs> we were thinking of having that for our horror podcast this year. So if we do it. That one I would suggest play separately though. Yeah, yeah. Of just because uh, the different the endings. Yeah. yeah. We that... got we got some more horror stuff coming up too. That's true. Yeah, uh, one game I want to talk about that um was obviously PT inspired that I haven't heard the best things about is Layers of Fear. Yes. Oh, that it was terrible. Awesome. Oh, yeah, I hear so many bad things about it. Like, there's like, you want to say, oh, well, look to PT to make your horror games from now on. Like, there's some obvious pitfalls you have to avoid, and I think See, Layers I of Fear is one of them. I was interested in that game, no. but I never picked it up. Because it, it went on sale on PlayStation for like three bucks for like a big sale, and I was like, well, fuck it. It's three bucks. I don't like it. I spent three bucks. Mm -hmm. I, I was mad I spent three bucks. It was one of those that you you know where it took its, its inspiration, and it could have been great, but it was just like, they got like really high on meth halfway through, which is like, what if we do this? And I'm like, dude, no. But it's like, oh, would you agree? It was like they looked at PT and it was like, we're just gonna try and make like a scarier PT. And yeah. They, they took it too far. Yeah. It's like, here's PT. Now, what if we just add all these different things into it? Because this is obviously gonna make it scary. No, it was, it was oversaturation. It yeah. was oversaturation of something that was so basic. Yeah. And it's like, pull from it, note it, but don't take it and be like, all right. This is us. Yeah, now. you can't. It's yes. not just this cookie cutter thing. We can just take PT and be like, we're just gonna make something kind of like it and hope people love yeah. it. Like, yeah. it's not like a cookbook. It's not like an instruction manual. Yeah, like, this is gonna make your game great. If you just follow these rules. No, right. there's still a lot more to it. it sucks. Yeah, because I was really looking forward to trying that one, but I was too. And then nuts. I heard so many bad yeah, things. And I'm like, just sour. I, I heard you guys it. talking about it, and then. Stop talking about it <laughs> right away. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. I had it to, so, like, I, it just, the, the story seemed interesting. Yeah. And I was like, that seems kind of neat. And then everyone was saying that the story was just non-existent or yeah. just wasn't strong enough to carry the weight of the rest of the game. Well, you, you think, like, a, a painter going psychotic or something like that could be a kind of interesting Yeah, because it's creative thing. mind. They yeah. start to see things you wouldn't normally see. There's potential to see, like you know, really weird out there yeah. creatures or monsters and none of that bullshit. So that's unfortunate. For me, it, I think it touches on the, um, too much. 
Yeah. Too much kills it. Uh, like, you'll be doing it, and you see your enemy too much. And it's not necessarily an enemy. It's just... Some weird you, thing. You can predict it. PT, you couldn't predict. That was yeah. the thing. Right. It was That's like, you heard, never was, know what's going to happen. It was happen. like, you always knew when something happened but it's like, layers of fear. It's essentially like when you're watching an anime, and like the boulder in the back is just slightly less brown than everything else. You're like, that's probably going to blow up. Yeah. Two seconds yeah. later, boom. It blew up. Yeah. I think it's, it just all comes down to, I think, the tension and release. Yeah. Because PT was... Tension, 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 release. And then from what I'm hearing of Layers of Fear, it's just release, 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 yeah. release, yeah. release. It's like the tension is the fear in the title. <laughs> you read fear, you're like, ooh, creepy, boom. Okay. Yep. Is that it? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, do y'all have anything else you want to bring up before we close this out? Well, I'll just say, like, we, we spent an hour talking about this game, and it's like, a game you could beat in probably less than an hour, right? Yeah, you if you actually do it, you could probably do it in about or you could just 15 be, minutes be done with it. Yeah, yeah, like right away, like not fully do everything that you yeah. can. Yep. And realize, oh, okay, that was that was nice, but it's it's kind of very. There's so much, just so little, and, you know, and I think that's like what people don't understand with, you know, like we're saying how this other game didn't do so well. It's just. You have to layer things, like literally. Layers of fear. Yeah, oh. I don't think oh. they layered it enough. But you know, it has. There has to be stuff on the surface. There has to be stuff underneath shit. There has to be stuff underneath all that shit. You know, it's just there's so much that goes into horror, and I think that's what you know. Maybe that's why people don't do it right. And this is why it's one of those examples of there's so much tension. There's so much building. There's so much repeating, doing the same shit, but not really. You know. And then I think uh, I've heard you, Camille, say before, like, some of the shortest horror stories are the best ones. Yeah, at least in terms of, like, movies and media like that, I, I find that some of, yeah, the shorter things are more effective because you're not digging around, you're not putting in filler, I mean... And then it, you're not creating, like, loopholes for yourself. Yeah, you know, mm. and the longer you draw something out, the less people are going to be involved. Yeah. So it, it's just a matter of playing, playing with expectations and you know, kind of either getting to the point or understanding if you're not building, then you're wasting time and wasting, you know, viewers' time as well. But I don't know. It was good. It was fun. I'm glad we did it the way that we did. It was yeah. definitely a creep factor to it. Yeah. So the next PT. Yeah. yeah we'll see TP. <laughs> you're going to need some TP. <laughs> That's why you got the shit bucket. And where can we find you? himself aka ricardo <laughs> i don't know i don't exist uh just twitter twitter Twitter's the only place at himself 551 that's it that's uh, i don't dab in social media too much yeah okay. as you've heard he's very well spoken so yeah hit him up and ask him questions man he'll let you know what's up don't believe him i'm on 17th page of my script right here <laughs> it says close out stop talking right well, he's done. He just went off script, so that's his right. last guest appearance. <laughs> well, <laughs> he went, he, go back to the script. God right. damn. <laughs> all right. Well, thank y'all for listening. It's been a real one, real short one. If you want to follow us, Simon's Cake, here on Twitter, we are at Simon's Cake. If you want to see any of the other content we're putting up, you can go to our WordPress, which is simonscake.wordpress.com. Our podcast, Let's Plays, Blogcast, all that stuff is on there. We are on iTunes, so if you have a chance, give us a rating or leave a review. If you want to email us for some reason, there's simonscakegames at gmail.com. And 
You can find us basically on most, if not all, platforms. Just type in Simon's Cake Games or Simon's Cake. Check out those Let's Plays yes. on YouTube. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Lady Oddity. A.K.A. Camille. A.K.A. Camille. Uh, I'm at Revenant Things. I'm at AKA Geo. Joe. I'm at Geo Genesis 999. A.K.A. Jesus. <laughs> Alright, bye. Peace. Peace. See you guys. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.